Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I'm your host uh, for today, as I am four days out of the five. Uh, today is episode 32.3, and we are reading in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. So uh, welcome, and thank you for joining me again uh, on this wonderful journey and fellowship. And uh, I hope that uh, whatever time it is that you're listening, that you are having a good morning, noon, or night, whatever time uh, that you have taken the time to get into God's Word. So um, I'm just, uh, as always, thankful that I get to lead this Bible study um, and get to read one chapter at a time, once a day, five days a week. Uh, Jeremiah is uh, going to be with us on Friday in a couple of days, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, but for right now, it's just me. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. So, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and start because uh, I don't really have any, anything extra to say today. Just, it's just another Tuesday. So uh, just going to get right into it and uh, start out in prayer. And then we'll start reading chapter 9. So let's pray. <clears throat> holy God, Heavenly Father, we exalt you and we praise your holy name. We're so thankful that... Uh, you're in control, not us. And uh, we're just thankful of all that you provide for us. We know that everything is uh, from you, that what we have, and uh, we are glad that you provide for us on a daily basis, whatever our needs are. Uh, Lord, we are especially thankful for the gift and sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross and the blood that he shed for us, Lord. And... Uh, you gave us that in our deepest, most darkest need in time, and we are desperate for Jesus' light in our lives, and I know I am. So, Lord, I just uh, ask you to bless each one of us as we go through this uh, Bible study, this journey, uh, and I pray blessings over every person out there listening, and uh, I thank God for them. And uh, you know what their needs are. I don't, but you do. So I pray for each one of those people out there, uh, whoever it is that's out there listening. I pray you bless this time in your word, anoint it, and uh, deliver to us what it is that you want us to receive from this message, Lord. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, <clears throat> let's go ahead and dive in. I did highlight a little bit, um, uh, but not a lot. Uh, so let's go ahead and see what God has for us today. The Collection for Christians in Jerusalem. I really don't need to write to you about this ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem. For I know how eager you are to help, and I have been boasting to the churches in Macedonia that you and Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. In fact, it was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonian believers to begin giving. But I am sending these brothers to be sure you really are ready, as I have been telling them, and that your money is all collected. I don't want to be wrong in my boasting about you. We would be embarrassed, not to mention your own embarrassment. If some Macedonian believers came with me, 
and found that you weren't ready after all I had told them. So I thought I should send these brothers ahead of me to make sure the gift you promised is ready. But I want it to be a willing gift, not one given grudgingly. Remember, I'm sorry, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will produce and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest uh, in generos um, of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. So two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God. For your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. And they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. Thank God for this gift, too wonderful for words. <clears throat> all right, so um, at the very beginning, uh, I didn't really highlight anything, but I did. Uh, he's, he says, I really don't need to write to you about this ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem. Uh, because he knows that they are eager to give, or at least that's what they're they're saying. And um, and I've been boasting to the churches in Macedonia that you and Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. In fact, it was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonian believers to begin giving. Um, I think it's kind of an encouragement, you know, as like setting a, a good example. Of, of what we're supposed to be doing uh, as far as giving uh, to the other churches and to the churches that are maybe in need. <clears throat> so, and then it said, and then he goes down into uh, five, but I want it to be a willing gift, not one given grudgingly. You, uh, God wants you to give uh, with all of your heart, I believe. I think that he, you know, oh man, I got to give this money to the Lord. No, he wants you to, happily give this to those in need is what I'm understanding for this and then it goes on to say for God loves a person who gives cheerfully and God will generously provide all you need then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others um, so I'm thinking that God's going to provide for you and you know it goes back to um with what is it with great knowledge comes great responsibility but I think that overflows into you know if God provides greatly for you then you should be willing to be able to share with others because ultimately it's all God's to begin with and it's what he chooses to give you you know so if you're responsible it's like it goes back to those parables 
of the farmer who gives the three guys, one guy this much, this one this much, this one this much, and he wants them to go do something with it. Well, one of them like, hides it under a rock. The other guy doesn't do anything with it. Uh, the other one just, you know, puts it into the bank to make some interest. You know, this is, you know, God will uh, reward if you're giving generously with what he has. That's what I think. And uh, for God is the one who provides the seed for the farmer and, then, and bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. When you are giving and to the, for the people who are receiving it, and it goes on down into, and when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. What happens when you show up with, food for somebody or who when you show up with you know money that somebody needs or if they just have if you're in the grocery store and you just happen to pay for somebody's groceries because they were ten dollars short or whatever or somebody's gas you know that is a reflection of of god and and the and the love of christ and when you're showing uh christ's love it it just it just shines and they're gonna thank god for you or they're going to, you know, or, you know, you might want to even say, this is a gift from God. It's not from me. This is what God put on my heart to give to you. You know, uh, when you give things to people, like when you're, uh, when you see people out on the medians and they're looking for money, you know, we'll work for, for food or whatever. And you give them what, you know, my sister used to keep a baggie, a big gallon baggie, one gallon baggie for, full of, you know, a pair of socks, some soap. Uh, some water, some food, you know, stuff that's easy for a homeless person to, to, to eat. And I think she would put tracks in there so that she would be, you know, so they can read some Bible verses, you know. Uh, so you're passing on, you know, the, the love of Christ to somebody who doesn't have, you know. So ultimately, God gives all the glory for being generous. It's not through us. It's through him that we're giving. So that's what I'm getting from this passage I don't know what you got, but if you're wanting to share your thoughts, uh, feel free to email me at uh, leapoffaithpodcast.org or Jeremiah. Uh, um, you know, let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, if you're reading something different, I'd love to hear it. Uh, make a comment uh, on whatever platform that you're listening to, and uh, you know, we will try to get back to you as best as we can. So. So another wonderful chapter in God's word. I'm so thankful for it. And, uh, you know, again, uh, being a Christ follower, uh, you know, is, is, uh, is a decision. It's a, it's a heart decision. And if you haven't done that, um, this is your time. If you, I, every day I give the opportunity for you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and accept him into your heart and uh, believe that he came to, and died on the cross for you. So uh, I will lead you in this prayer, and uh, and hopefully you will uh, have a new you you'll accept Jesus, and you you will have a new life, and you will have eternal life. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Holy God, we are so thankful for you. Today I put my trust in you. I know I'm not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him into my heart, into my life, 
and accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the uh, adopted brotherhood and sisterhood of Christ. Uh, it's a new life. It's a new day. Uh, mark it in your Bible that today was the day that you um, accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And now you, it's time to go live in your life for Christ, uh, doing for others, doing for, for the kingdom and spreading the good word that Jesus Christ is alive and uh, living in us. So uh, I, I suggest, and Jeremiah, we both uh, suggest that you get to a church, to a, a minister, pastor, uh, and, uh, and help navigate uh, to the next step and uh, start living your life for Christ. Get a part of a ministry or Bible study volunteer, you know, whatever, uh, whatever you feel God is calling you to do, uh, you should do it. So that's just me. That's all. That's what I got to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. And who didn't hear Forrest Gump's voice in that note? Anyway, uh, thank you again for listening. God bless you. Uh, whatever time it is that you're listening, morning, noon, or night, and I will see you tomorrow.